Blog Talk Radio. should be calling any moment now, uh, calling any moment now, but right now we're, we're flying solo, so I want to thank you, you all, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to this episode. Normally, this, uh, this show is usually on uh, Saturdays at 11, but uh, I won't be able to do the show tomorrow, so, uh, you know, I'm, that's why I'm here, you know, on a special Friday night episode. So, um, I'm going to be talking about the trade rumors surrounding the Mets, Aces, Jacob DeGrom, uh, Noah Syndergaard, Stephen and Matt, um, uh, Zach Wheeler. Um, of course, Cabrera got traded uh, earlier today. Uh, and, of course, the Yankees trade getting A.J. Happ, or, or should I say J.A. Happ, and uh, Zach Britton. Um, also talk about um, what happened on uh, Monday Night Raw. And uh, on SmackDown, you know, the latest in WWE. And, of course, most importantly, you know, I want to hear your calls, you know. So feel free to talk about any of these topics or, or more. You know, the number is 917-388-4189. That's 917-388-4189. So feel free to talk about any of these topics or more. Um, but with that, let's let's just lead off with uh, the baseball. Hot stove. Um, the big the big story in the in baseball uh, lately was basically the Yankees being the Yankees and you know what the Yankees want the Yankees get and uh, Yankees were were coveting J A Happ to bolster their their starting rotation having a veteran lefty who had his um who uh, was an All Star earlier this year or should I say uh, a few weeks ago to be exact. Um, they got him, you know, because basically the Achilles heel of uh, the Yankees was their starting rotation. You know, they needed more depth in that starting rotation. So with the acquisition of uh, J.A. Happ um, from Toronto, now they got now they have a solidified uh, pitching staff. They have, you know, now they could pair him up with C.C. Sabathia, Tanaka, uh, Severino, you know, and, uh, you know, and then, uh, of course, uh, other than the offense, which unfortunately took a hit with um, with um, Aaron Judge uh, getting hit on the hand and have, have a fracture on the hand, you know, you know, he had a fractured wrist, and as a result, he's on the DL, and they're not expecting him to come back for the, for the you know, at the best case scenario, three weeks. So, luckily for them, they have, um, you know, they 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 acquired Mike uh, John Carlos Stanton um, in the off season. So he should carry the load uh, of the Yankee offense. Not to mention all the other porn guys on the team, you know, like Didi Gregorius, uh, to name, you know. But 
you know, the, the Yankees, you know, they, they've been losing lately, but, you know, Yankee, with these acquisitions, uh, getting J.A. Happ, and then getting uh, the day previous to that, getting uh, Zach Britton to, strong, to um, solidify, you know, the Yankees' other strength other than the offense, the, the pitching. Now they have Zach Britton, the, the Orioles' closer, and, you know, he's going to set up for, um, for, for Chapman. You know, and that's just, you know, in the pen. So, you know, the the Yankees, you know, they just keep adding on to strengths, you know. So, you know, the Yankees are going to be, you know, battling with the Red Sox for that division. But, you know, the Red Sox, they can't seem to lose. So, right now it looks like the Yankees are going to are going to uh, win that wild card. But the Yankees are, you know, unlike previous years, with the exception of last year when they went to the, you know, they went to the ALCS and lost in Game Seven. You know the the Yankees are equipped to go deep and uh, basically be a typical Yankee team and potentially win it all. Um, uh, and on the other side of town, uh, the Mets uh, they they traded away Familia um, last week, as we all know, and now the biggest move that they did was um was acquiring or actually trading away uh as Drupal Cabrera which who has been the MVP of the team this entire season uh you know and um basically you know I'm going to I'm going to miss the guy you know he you know he had a he had a good career with the Mets you know um he was he was easily the MVP of the Mets uh this year I mean positional player wise other than DeGrom, who I'm going to talk about momentarily. Um, you know, as a result, you know, of the Mets, you know, downward spiral ever since the 11-1 and record earlier this year, uh, as Drupal Cabrera, since he's on his walk here, he had to be, he, he got traded. Um, and, uh, you know, they acquired 23-year-old Franklin Kilomi, who was, who was ranked as uh, the Phillies' 10th uh, prospect in their system, but now that he's traded for the to the Mets, he's now the Mets' uh, fifth-rated prospect. So basically, uh, Colomi, you know, he's a tall, tall dude. He only weighs 175, but he has he has potential. I mean, in uh, you know, in Double A, he's not pitching that well. He's four and six and four t- with a four point uh, twenty-four ERA, but. You know the guy has potential. He, he throws hard. Um, he has he has a good curveball. Um, his his changeup needs to be. Um, he needs to work on his uh, changeup so it could be a a potential third pitch for him. Uh, but you know he has he has some potential. You know, but you know we'll see what happens. You know as he he um you know. Put, progresses uh, in the Mets system now, now that he's ranked number five in the Mets system. Um, but, you know, it's doable, man. You know, I'm, I'm sad to see him go. You know, he had a good season for the Mets. You know, he was dying 277, 18 home runs with, with 58 RBIs. But, you know, Mets are in a, in a semi-rebuild or retool, whatever you want to call it. You know, just like they were at the end of last year, 
You know, they're trying to get as many prospects as they can to stock up on this system, this depleted system, and hopefully, you know, that one they could make a run in the free agency. Maybe, maybe sign Kimbrel. You know, I, I wish they could sign Manny Machado, but that that's that would be asking too much, um, because nothing the this organization has done lately, you know, shows that they would do a a gutsy move like that to try to actually try to win a title because 2015 seems like 15 years ago, even though it was just three years ago. And, um, it's just a sad state. And then not to mention, you know, familiar who got recently traded. He's, he's pitching lights out for the, for the, uh, for the A's. So we'll, we'll see what those two guys we got in that trade, uh, is going to pan out, you know, down in the minor league. Um, in other Mets news, uh, they they um, designated for assignment Matt Dendecker, who who played horribly in that Yankees series defensively, and not to mention with the bat. Um, and then of course, uh, that was the Saturday night game or Saturday afternoon game. Um, Sunday night the night, Sunday night game got postponed, so they're gonna play that game uh, next month. Uh, but. Yeah, Matt Dendicker was horrible. Uh, but to replace him, they got a veteran uh, outfielder, Austin Jackson, former Yankee prospect and a former Tiger player. And uh, he's already with the team, so I'm assuming he's going to make his Met debut uh, tomorrow. Uh, this year he didn't, he didn't hit well. He, he batted 242, no home runs, 13 RBIs with the Giants this year. Um, until he, you know, before he got traded um, with the with the Texas Rangers. Last year he had a decent year. He batted three eighteen, seven home runs, thirty five RBIs. You know, average wise he hit well. You know, but yeah, he he should be a jolt. You know, in the offense. You know, probably be a leadoff guy on this team. But we'll see what happens with uh, Austin Jackson. Um, yeah, there's been, you know, what can you say, the Mets, you know, hopefully the Mets won't trade, you know, the the young guys. I mean, you know, especially the Grom, Syndergaard, Matt, Wheeler as well. But, I mean, if they if I have to trade one of the, the, the top four pitchers, um, you know, I would have to go with Wheeler because he – you know he's pitching the best he he you know he's done ever, but I would I would hold on to him. You know, I'm not in a rush to trade him because he's actually performing at his you know at up to his level, and not to mention they have a a year left on his contract, so there there's no there's no need to rush and trade make a bad deal just for the sake of making a bad deal. But you know we'll we'll see what happens with the with the Mets and and the Yankees. Uh, as the the trading deadline approaches us um, in the next couple of days, I think Tuesday, if my memory serves me right, uh, with the Knicks, uh, they made they made some uh, minor signings. Uh, they signed a, a former top pick, Noah Vonley. Um, this guy, he he played with the um, the Bulls previously. Uh, he had some potential. He was, you know, he was drafted ninth by the by the Hornets uh, four years ago, 
and he and he was compared to being Chris Bosh. So, you know, it's a one-year deal. You know, it's a low-risk, high, potentially high reward, especially with Porzingis being hurt, you know, uh, with at, you know, at the very minimum until the All-Star break. Uh, so it doesn't hurt to take a shot at him. And then afterwards, they also they also made another uh, minor minor signing, and they signed Kadeem Allen, who you know he has potential as well. So you know we'll see what we'll see what those guys can do. Um, you know he played well with the uh, the Boston's uh, G League affiliate. He, he averaged 17 points, five rebounds, five assists, and two steals a, a game. And uh, with the, you know, so we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. You know, there's no, there is no um, extra high expectations with the Knicks. I mean, this is a, a rebuilding year, and hopefully Kevin Knox can live up to the hype, especially like what he did in the um, the summer league. And uh, and also um, uh, Robinson as well. You know, they they perform well. So we'll we'll see what happens with uh with Mitchell Robinson. So um so yeah, that's that's basically it. And uh, oh yes, yeah, so on other uh, Knicks news, uh, Carmel Anthony got last week um, from the 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 Thunder. He got traded to the the, the Hawks. But, uh, you know, they released him, and now he's signed with the, the Rockets, the team he was rumored to get traded to last year. So now he's reunited with uh, his former head coach, Mike D'Antoni, who allegedly accused um, Melo from firing him when he was, with the, when he was uh, running the Knicks as the head coach a few years ago. So that's going to be an interesting dynamic. Both guys, they want to win. You know they they've uh, had the reputation of of caring more about their offense than than their defense, and um, you know D'Antoni's hoping that you know Carmelo being paired up with his friends and Paul, who's recovering from the the um the, the surgery and the injury he had last year, um, they hope they could gel into that three headed monster that everybody envisioned that those three could be uh, had the trade went down. But uh, Sorry about that, folks. I had a technical difficulty that cut me off. Um, but, yes, uh, back to the topic that I, that I had uh, for today. It was basically what's going on with the current state uh, of sports, you know, I mean, other than the Yankees and the Warriors, you know, the the leagues, you know, the sports leagues are being plagued with, you know, bad ownership, you know, teams that don't want to compete and and spend the money to acquire talent so that they could compete with other teams in their division or in the league to try to actually win a title. And, And then, of course, you got... You have uh, the super teams in the NBA. You have the Warriors, and um, you 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 got the, the Lakers, and down the line with with uh, LeBron being there, being able to lure some talent. I mean, obviously Lakers are are 
are in a rebuilding season, but, you know, LeBron has that power to to draw players, you know, to, to L.A. or any or any city or, or country that LeBron wants to play for. And then, of course, you know, as a result of that, no other team could have hardly win. I mean, it's basically, it's been a two-team, a two-team championship. You know, it's either the 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 championship has either ran through Cleveland, or it's mostly ran through the the Warriors, Golden State. You know, these past couple of years. So now with LeBron going to the Lakers, you know, now the East, like the teams in the East, like the the Celtics. 76ers, they got they got shot now to compete and actually make it to the finals now with LeBron out of the East. But um, you know it, it's it's a huge problem with the league. You know, all these super teams. I mean, unless if you're rooting for the teams, it's it's becoming a problem. And you know, we just we just have to see see about that. And uh, Cantor. You know, he he's he thinks that Knicks can join that elite squad if we if we uh sign um Jimmy Butler and um and Kyrie Irving and maybe with a miracle if they could get rid of uh Courtney Lee's contract and um and Tim Hardaway Junior's contract and I'm I'm forgetting, or or even Noah's contract with that exemption, they could maybe get a Durant, a third a third star player. Not to mention with these young guys like Nilakina and um, and Knox and and Robinson, you know, and Porzingis if he could get healthy by next year. Suppose you know most likely by next year, All Star break, maybe the Knicks can join that ranking, but. You know, the super teams, you know, unfortunately is the way to go. It's the only way you can compete with the Warriors and any team that LeBron James is on. But, you know, I digress. And now we're going now we're going to the WWE. And it's like a combination of 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 all three. It's you know, super team a super team mentality. You got the same People competing for the title, whether it's Roman Reigns, John Cena, Triple H, you know, and, and then of course you got, you know, the Vince McMahon. He just wants to do what he wants to do because he's the he owns the the he created the well you know he basically created the company the way it is now, you know he he inherited from his father, and you know he turned it to a. a a multi-million dollar company, you know. And But the problem is, with all the success it had in the, you know, in the 70s, the 80s, the 90s, the early 2000s, you know, now they, they take the fans for granted. And as a result, with the new network, they don't have to worry about, you know, impressing the fans to, to get their hard-earned money to shell out $50 Sixty dollars for a pay-per-view event. Why? Because they have they already have the the fans' money. Because the fans, all they have to pay is nine ninety-nine. And as you could see, 
the the product has has um, lessened because they already have our money, and as a result, they toyed with the the with the with the WWE universe, aka the WWE fans, you know, hearts. Yes, the, the the WWE fans know that wrestling is fake, but they have an they have an emotional investment to who they want to see win, you know. Backstage politics. You know, it's been plaguing WWE for decades, you know, and it's no different. You know, I'm I'm not the biggest Bobby Lashley fan, I'll, I'll admit that. But the dream match ever since he came back was to see him face off against Brock Lesnar because they're both from sim- similar backgrounds. They're both, you know, are great, you know, wrestlers, um, before they got to WWE, um, they both had, you know, they both wrestled in the MMA. Obviously, Brock Lesnar is a former UFC champion, a former NCAA champion, and, of course, a former WWE champion, and the current uh, Universal champion. Um, but, yeah, Bobby Lashley has a similar background. You know, he, he competed in, uh, I think, Bellator, uh, I think he won the title in uh, in TNA probably like two years ago or so, or even last year. And this was the matchup, you know. Ever since Brock Lesnar left WWE the first time in 04 after WrestleMania 20, Bobby Lashley came into the company probably like in 05, and the comparisons between him and, and Lesnar was uncanny, you know. They both were powerhouse, you know. They both were skyrocketed in the company with the short amount of time they were with the company. And then, like like um, Lesnar, Bobby Lashley, he left after his WrestleMania match, the, the Battle of the Billionaires. You know, he was, he was um, represented by Trump. And Trump was representing him, and he – actually, he was representing Trump in the matchup, and Vince was being re- represented as Umaga in the ring. And whoever got, you know, whoever lost would have had their head shaved. And, of course, Vince lost because Bobby Lashley defeated Umaga. Um, and after that match, basically, he, which was like 10 years ago, Lashley left. And uh, basically, you know, he went to Bellator. He went to TNA. And basically, the dream was for him to, to finally face Lesnar once Lesnar returned in in 2012, which which was um, no one saw that coming. So now here we are, 2018. Both men are finally inside the WWE. The dream match that people want to see. And what is WWE doing? They put Bobby Lashley in horrible, horrible matches, horrible <laughs> pushes. The, the feud with, 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 with Sami Zayn highlighted by three men dressing up as Bobby Lashley's sisters in a horrible skit. And, you know, they've had, they had Bobby Lashley be the stereotypical, you know, good guy, smiling and, and high-fiving the fans, and he doesn't have a mean streak. But what happened? He, he started this past couple of months, he's been feuding with Roman Reigns. And now he's showing that other side, the, the, the side that the fans wanted to see from him since he returned. And, you know, his promos have gotten better. 
you know, with the feud. So what? So the fans were like, okay, finally, we're gonna, we're finally gonna see the Brock Lesnar, Bobby, La- Bobby Lashley match. Wrong. Because they they originally said that they were gonna have those two men fight to determine who's gonna be the number one contender at Extreme Rules. But before that, that could happen, they changed the stipulations. So Bobby Lashley defeated Roman Reigns at Extreme Rules a few weeks ago. Two weeks, to be exact. And then, what did they do? What did WWE do the, the next following, following night? They made them have like a, a tournament. They had like a, a you know, like a... a Two sets of triple threat match to determine who's going to be the number one contender to face Brock. So, sure enough, last week, both Roman Reigns and Bobby Lashley won in their respective matches. And I'm thinking, if they're if if WWE is making these two these two guys fight over again, you know WWE is going to do what WWE wants to do, and you know Vince McMahon. For the past couple of years, they've been they've been shoving Roman Reigns down everybody's throats, and and of course, for the one millionth time, he's gonna face Bobby uh, rather Brock Lesnar because he defeated Bobby Lashley after Bobby Lashley hit the spear on Roman Reigns and Roman Reigns kicked out, and then afterwards Roman Reigns instantly. <laughs> Momentarily, he 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 hit the spear on 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 uh, Bobby Lashley, and it was over. And for the one millionth time, we're gonna see Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns, and nobody nobody has time for it, man. Nobody has time for it because yet again, Vince McMahon and the WWE is not listening to the fans. You know, we I give them kudos. For, for 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 announcing earlier that night that they're gonna do the evolution pay per view event for all women, which was long overdue, but we all know that it's basically just you know a smokescreen because they're getting bad publicity because they had a, a all male pay per view event in Jeddah, Saudi Arabia at the Greatest Royal Rumble match. So as a result, to to, distru- to end that backlash, no pun intended, because there is a pay-per-view event called Backlash that happened a few months ago. They wanna they wanna show that oh they're progressive, they're gonna give women a chance. But one thing they forgot is that they were the ones in charge. They are the ones that could have easily made a women's pay-per-view event. They were the ones that could have gave divas a chance decades ago. But now they want everybody to pat them on the back because they finally did the right thing, you know. And it's a joke. And and then at the end of the night, they prove that they really don't care about the fans. They just want to do what they want to do. And now Brock Lesnar is going to face Bobby Lash uh, is going to face Roman Reigns again, and nobody cares. And that's just the state of the WWE. They know they have your money, and they don't they don't care. They don't have any serious threats. Sure, Ring of Honor is, is, a, is a great organization. Sure, New Japan is a great organization. But it doesn't have the revenue that WCW had in the, in the, in the late 90s to combat with WWE. WWE is not in danger right now. And the product is not going to get better 
until they have competition by those aforementioned teams uh, or organi- wrestling organizations. You know, TNA is not going to do it. TNA tried to do that a few years ago. Uh, what was it, 2011, when they got Hogan? And it amounted to nothing because basically Bret Hart finally returned to WWE and literally buried the hatchet with, with Shawn Michaels and then started that feud with with, Hulk, with uh, Vince McMahon, which culminated at a match at WrestleMania, which Bret Hart won with the aid of his family. So, basically, that's the sad state of WWE, man. They need to get this right. Like, they need to find a way to get Bobby Lashley into this match because, you know, you know he's going to you know uh, Brock Lesnar is going to lose this match to to Roman Reigns. And even if he doesn't, Braun Strowman's most likely going to cash in that money in the bank. And you'll never see that that potential dream match between Laz, Lashley and uh, Lesnar. Just like Rock and Shawn Michaels never happened. Just like Stone Cold versus Hogan in, in a one-on-one matchup never happened. Just like Sting versus Undertaker never happened. This looks like another another dream match that will never happen. And you have to thank WWE because of that. But one, but on the flip side, one thing that will happen is that Samoa Joe will battle AJ Styles for the WWE title at SummerSlam. So that 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 right there is a is a great matchup. I mean, those two guys they've had a feud in TNA. These guys were the two faces of TNA. You know, with the exception of Sting and and Kurt Angle, but those but but Samoa Joe and and AJ Styles, those were the two main guys. When you think of TNA, you think of those two guys. So it's going to be interesting to see these guys who you never, uh, just a few years ago, probably like three or four years ago, you, you never thought in a million years these guys would ever compete inside a WWE ring. But now they're actually competing for the WWE title, the most prestigious title in professional wrestling. So um, that's the only thing that I, I really look forward to at SummerSlam off the top of my head. So with that, you know, I want to thank you guys for listening to this episode of Sports Urban Legend. And uh, I look forward to hearing, I hope you check out next week's episode as well. And uh, also check out uh, next week's episode Saturday at 11. And also check out the YouTube show. So with that, I'm William Ramo, and I'll see you guys next week. Peace. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.